You're listening to the One Minute Mindfulness Show with Vicky Kelly and Natalie MacGyver. This is the One Minute Mindfulness Show where we explore the life-enhancing power of retraining and reclaiming our attention systems and everyday ways to strengthen our capacity for mindful living amongst this silly season. I'm Vicky Kelly. And I'm Natalie MacGyver. And it's welcome back to um, Natalie. We have uh, inadvertently been doing our very best to connect for how many weeks? For quite a few now. <laughs> and I have to say, I have to say it was the beautiful Natalie that um, called a time out when I had bumped our times together on a number of occasions at the last minute. She called a time out and said, let's just breathe and make this connection happen because it's um, it's not working for either of us or our Omling community. And so thank you, Natalie, for reminding me that uh, in, in and amongst the chaos and the silly season that we can actually take a breath and it's, our beautiful, it's the beautiful people around us that can remind us of that. So I just want to say thank you. My pleasure, my pleasure. It's nice to be back in touch again. I know, and there's been so much happening over the last um, sort of four to six weeks with uh, Natalie and I. Natalie, you went into a, a new role, and we'll we'll explore explore um, some elements of that throughout today's conversation. And as a result of that, serendipitously, a number of amazing opportunities dropped into our community for for interviews so we've had a number of interviews that you weren't necessarily part of but we've been able to communicate and talk and and um have conversations around those and so today really is about reconnecting for all of us you and i reconnecting is number one and secondly just reconnecting and and sharing in the absolute joy of the festive season which has its associated part, its affiliated part, the silly season, the crazy season. And I, How yeah. are you coping with the crazy season? And I, and I think it's important to note too that, you know, making connections with people and reconnecting and making time for, for each other throughout the whole of the year, but particularly at these times of the year, is about reminding us to be present. You know, it's not about yeah. quantity of time. It's not about people being obligated or restricted by connections and relationships and obligations and stuff. It's just about taking those moments to, hey, hey, let's just come back here. Let's just connect a five-minute phone call, a, a, a five-minute catch-up, that sort of thing. I think we get, we can often think this time of year has got to be about getting all the family together and the ex-family together and all the friends together and then there's the staff and the work Christmas stuff. What and getting the just... house prepared and all the decorations <laughs> up. What if we just relished every connection along the way without it having to be this planned, organised thing? I think that's that's an important thing to remember at this time of year. You know, we don't want to come out of the other side of Christmas feeling like we need a holiday from Christmas because we've yeah. spent the whole time trying to organize get-togethers and touch base with everyone and spend precious time together that just gets lost in the process of getting back into the new year and starting all over again. Oh, just a deep song. <laughs> I, I love your same mind. It's, it's, it's certainly a, a very active time of the year and as, as for, you know, for many of us as we wind up and we, we, we reapply that 
that badge of busyness that you've so eloquently um, put in the past. It, it is a, a, just a gentle reminder and a calling back to say, hey, this is really about family time and about focusing. And even if it's just one breath, even if it's just some eye contact that we're making, not only with those people that are close to us, but the people that are willing to be out there and take care of us out there in our service industries or our retail industries, and they're working many hours, long, long hours and long, long weeks, just being able to say thank you for being here to serve me right now at 9 o'clock at night uh, is is a, a really powerful part of our practice and certainly part of it, you know, one of the cornerstones in our community in the One Minute Mindfulness Show is about allowing our life, whatever our life is showing up, however it's showing up, but allowing our life to inform our practice. So it doesn't have to be about that perfect, you know, getting on the cushion, being able to breathe and be in Zen. It's allowing our life, however crazy it may be at the time, to inform our practice. And it's the incidental, you know, the incidental moments like it could be with a complete stranger, you know. Mm -hmm. You just stop and you're in that moment with them and, and share that discussion and move on. And, you know, I'm often left thinking, what was that encounter all about? Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, where did that conversation come come from? And mm -hmm. I'm, I rem, I'm reminded of um, many years ago when my children were quite young, you know, taking them to the beach and all that comes with watching two small children on the edge of the surf, etc. And and I was sitting on the edge of the of the bank there, cross-legged, and this I watched this buckled, bent-over old man wander up the dunes. Um, and then passing me and came towards me and and I'm sorry I was watching the kids and I and I didn't realize he had stopped next to me it was so quiet and he shared with me he, he started saying what wonderful posture I had and I said oh well, you know that's yoga I do I do a fair bit of yoga and he said yes I have really good posture too and I almost you know I remember thinking I've got to watch these kids, I can't be having this conversation and where is it going, you know, I remember thinking that. And then he shared with me that he had been a prisoner of war and he had had to sit in this cage underneath the earth like that for, for many, many, many months. And mm -hmm. then he just blessed me and walked away. And it was like time stood still, it still gives me goosebumps, time stood still and I thought, Gosh, I'm always so busy. I would have missed that. I would have dismissed that opportunity to know that about that person and have that connection. How beautiful to cherish that moment with you. It, it was. It was just one of those moments where I just thought, how lucky am I that he told me that? Well, all I can say is may we, may we uh, call in lots of those moments over this crazy festive season. Um, as we all, and I know I'm, I'm, you know, it, it, for me, for me, it's 9:32 um, p.m. in Auckland, New Zealand, and I've been on interviews or working since 6:15 a.m. this morning, and so for me to to listen to a story like that is just enables me to cherish all of those moments, those busy moments, those, those chaos moments, to be able to reflect on tonight as my head hits the pillow and really ponder on what, how did I, you know, how did I bring meaning into the world today, even in that craziness? And I think if we can, at the very least, do that at the end of the day, but more, 
more importantly, as you've highlighted, Natalie, is is actually um, inviting those moments in at the time rather than having to wait till the end of the day or the end of the week or get through. And I think you were mentioning after, before we even started recording, you know, you get out on the other side of Christmas and go, oh, thank God that's over. <laughs> and forget about the reason that we come together to celebrate family, to cherish and honour our family and and it doesn't have to be about the perfect, you know, in the in the perfect house with the perfectly decorated um, goodies. It can just be about time that we share together. And that's um, you know, that's something that I'd like to really acknowledge and thank you for Vicky for bringing this gift of mindfulness, mindfulness moments into my life. Because as I reflect back on on this year and all the changes and all the busyness and everything that happens and that happens every single year of your life, um, you know, it just rolls on to the next. It's just that this this is a real gift that you've given me and given my relationships and, and the people close to me because in my uh, business now and in my work um, and in all the roles and all the hats that I carry, it's your voice, it's your your sharing of the things that you've learnt and implemented and along the way throughout all of these years that you've been dedicated to mindfulness and sharing that message that's that I hear. And I've never felt more more connected or more present or more um, right there in the moment. And, I, and I'm aware that how much I've missed in the 40-odd years... Because I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm not missing anything. I feel like I get to the end of the day, and there's there's so many things for me to reflect on that I learnt today, or heard for the first time, or a moment where I was was able just to be there for someone to give them whatever they needed in that moment to feel valued and important, and then everyone goes on their way. Like I'm, I'm just not missing moments anymore, and I'm, I'm really, really grateful that we've put this show together, and, and I've been able to to hear that message from you. So thank you, my friend. And thank you. You know, and that I think you resonate with what what so many other people and and so many, lots of feedback is around that you so beautifully put in words was you, you're not missing the things that you've missed for so many years and it's not that that's that's necessarily a bad thing and we we, nece- we can't get back the past however what we can do is lean towards the future knowing that with this newfound um state of of mindfulness or presence or just being here you know, breathing and just knowing that I'm breathing, speaking and knowing that I'm speaking, just that is enough to enable us to experience life on a whole different, in a whole different way with a whole different level of love and compassion than we've ever known before. And that that's certainly heartening. Even in my breaknecking pace, um, there's always people and always situations to remind me and call me back to, to this present moment and and I, I trust every single day and I one of my one of my mantras my, my morning magic mantras is universe show me today show me today really clearly that what I'm intending on and what I believe in is actually showing up in reality and that comes through with the people that I meet it comes through with people like you Natalie who say uh, hang on Vicky let's call the time out 
No more. You can't bump me another time. It might be my kids saying, "Enough, Mum. No, we need to. We need to breathe now and just be together. Can we just play play cards? Can we just because they're yearning for that connection? And I think unless unless we're training our attention system, unless we're training our mindfulness muscle, we miss those opportunities. And so it's not that it's not that when when we're more mindful. That we're always going to be available to being present. It's just when we have trained and attuned our mindfulness muscle, there are people and opportunities and little events and episodes around us that keep calling us back to being here. And so that's that's I think the gift that that this show pays forward to so many, so many of our Omlin community. And in the interviews in the last um, six to eight weeks that we've been exploring, that's the excitement from all of our people who are either practitioners or clinicians or geeky research scientists. They're all really excited about the work that we're doing, you know, that we're allowing life to inform practice. And that's the exciting part for them. So that's the gift we've offered them. And the interviews, you know, being able to interview other people that are working parallel or leagues ahead or just discovering something or finding different techniques or feedback is is really exciting. I really enjoyed actually listening to the podcast with Glenda, Mindfulness for Children, that you recorded with her recently. I really enjoyed listening to that um, with with ears that were not... um, a podcast host's ears, so I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't listening to it, thinking, "Okay, critiquing. We could have done this differently. Where's where are we going to go next?" I actually listened to it like an omling, and I oh, so enjoyed so now, it. So now I'm feeling like a little jealous. Now you have to do the interview so I can listen, Natalie. I know it was. It was just like this is really cool. I'm listening to. Oh, yes, it was. You know, I yeah. was able to observe and be so external from it, yet be part of it, thinking, "Wow, that was a brilliant interview." And okay, so, so here's the question. What did you get out of that as an omling because you're able to, to wear a different hat from from Glenda's, Glenda's um, insights because she's an amazingly insightful woman in, and particularly around mindfulness for uh, children but also mindfulness from a parent's perspective. What's one thing that you got out of that or, or were reminded of? I think... Um Hmm. I think I got quite a lot of things from it, but what I enjoyed hearing was uh, realizing that there's someone or some ones, many of them out there, that are dedicating parts of their life to bringing this into our most precious resource, yes. which is our children. You're and, so right. And into the biggest, greatest job you'll ever do in the world, which is being involved in the inspiration, the growth, the nurturing of children, whether you're a parent, a relative, a friend, or a teacher. That's yeah. what I, I, I was really excited by, like, wow, you know, it's not going to be that many more years before this is in all of the schools mm-hmm. where this is Absolutely. part of what they do every day. And, and just... Just on that, in January, we'll have um, an interview with uh, a lady called Lynn Walder who is actually rolling out mindfulness programs for 11, 12 and 13-year-olds and some of the stories that she has around their insights and just what what has happened in the classroom, particularly when she invites these 11, 12 and 13-year-olds back to themselves is amazing. But I think... 
In addition to that, you highlighted on a really important point that the feedback from our community was that what an honour it is to be raising young our young people. I forgot what an honour it was. You know, parents coming in and saying, I forgot how important my role is as a stay-at-home mum. Or to be as to a be busy present. working mum who who needs to be reminded for her own safe safe uh, say, uh, sake and sanity, get the words out, Natalie, but <laughs> <laughs> that she that we need to make this time. And it's not just so we raise better little people. It's so that we are better people, so that yeah. our love and connection muscle can be activated as well every day because there's too much talk of busyness. When we started the show at the beginning of the year, actually, talking about the busyness of busyness, there's too much talk about that still. There's too much time spent on people talking about how busy they are and trying to fit in everything and allocate everything and you know when people get sick and lie in bed for three days with the flu and can't do anything they're in forced rest why do we wait till then you know why do we wait till we have to make the time why do we wait till we blow out two two discs Yeah, I wasn't really making that appointed question at you, Vicky, but if you caught it, honey, go with it. <laughs> well, yes, Natalie brings up the point that I have currently two inflamed discs in my lower uh, region of my spine. And, and coming from the chiropractic family, it's actually horrific to even admit admit that. But it's keeping me grounded constantly, um, daily. And it is. I, I, I can show up and own that I just had some um, a personal situation that went, oh, what could I do? I could I could stand here with it or I could just get busy. And so I chose to get busy and then it was amazing how my body just shifted me back into being grounded. And, yeah, so I'm, I'm spending lots of time <laughs> resisting, resisting myself and yet being attentive to, to, you know, what's needed so that I can heal and repair. Because what I know to be absolutely true is that the body has an incredible, it's designed to be incredible and it will heal and repair most things that that it, um, it encounters as long as we can be attentive with it to allow it to do that and remove and reduce all the interferences, whether they're emotional or chemical or physical, we can work to be present with those and and reduce those so that it can do its magic and heal and repair us and uh, i'm witnessing that firsthand so it's it's an it's an incredible experience <laughs> and how, how then vicky do you think mindfulness plays a plays a role plays a part in actually preventing accident injury drama yeah, I, I, I'm not sure that it. I'm not sure that it prevents it as such because it's sort of like can, you know how can mindfulness prevent suffering? And I think suffering and hardship is and um, injury, whether it's on a physical or emotional level, is part of our this thing called our shared human experience. It's how we show up with and alongside that that really makes the difference. And I have to say that some of the time I've, I've done really beautifully and other, uh, other times I've been very um, very human in my ability to, to cope with, with what's going on in and around me. 
However, what I know to be true is I've been training for my personal situation my whole life. And if I didn't have this practice of daily mindfulness and allowing my life to inform my practice, I would not be um, sitting here having conversations and being able to laugh alongside you now. And so I'm really, really very grateful for that. Um, and we may explore that uh, in in future shows. I'm not quite I'm not quite ready to be that exposed. Uh, however, uh, what I do know to be true, and I want to uh, stand here and declare to all of my our beautiful omlings, this stuff really works. <laughs> like really works. And the reality is, stuff is going to happen. There's always going to be something happen in your life and there's nothing like pain, emotional, physical, spiritual, mental, to bring you present. And and what happens is I guess it, it, it keeps us present in that we're feeling. So we're feeling pain, we're feeling misery, we're feeling all of that sort of stuff. The, the challenge is to not go into the story and the past and project it into the future because then we're out of the present. But there's nothing like that which pain where, to ground you in it. <laughs> absolutely, which is which is where which is where we we exist, and I think it, it's it's in our most vulnerable moments that we have the ability to connect on a, such a deep level with the people around us. And what I what I recognise is there are people around. Us every single day that are that are in elation or they're in depression or they're sad or they're happy or, or whatever they are that are available to show up and support us and so often we just get so caught up in our own little worlds whether it's our own little worlds of success or whether it's our own worlds of suffering whatever that is we can get we can feel like we're on an island and I feel like whatever Whatever experience we're going through, and we've talked about this before, you know, it's easy. It's really easy to be happy and kind and compassionate and all loving when things are going our way. But the rubber really meets the road when things aren't going our way. It's how can we show up as our kindest, most compassionate and loving self when things around us may not be as we'd love them to be. And so what I know to be absolutely true is is the practice, the daily practice of even just taking a deep breath and a big deep sigh uh, helps reconnect us with that true essence of, of ourselves and shifts our brain into that what I call the plus-plus state. And when we're in that plus-plus brain state, we're just more resourceful. We, we can just cope with a whole lot more than what we can when we're in our that lower brain reactive state. And it's just all it is, the, the gateway to that is simply a breath. It's that pause, breathe, and smile. So in this festive season, if the only thing I can do is, is remind each and every one of us, including myself, to pause, breathe, and smile whenever I have the opportunity, and especially during those crazy times, then that will get me out the other side feeling like the festive season was beautiful and filled with the joy and the care and the kindness and the love that I intended it to have <laughs> rather than the rush and the busyness and the craziness of what I have sometimes experienced in the past. <laughs> 
Yes, I wonder. I wonder what the flip side will be of all of that. You know, if if we can actually be reminded of that and perhaps um, re-listen to this show um, on Christmas Day, Christmas morning, before the the day's mm-hmm. events begin on on maybe Christmas night and Boxing Day, as we de-stress and wind down from from those two days and and just check in I'd love to see some feedback of how Christmas felt different you know it's not Christmas is so many things to so many people and it can be wonderful and exciting and it can be all about the love and the joy in your life or for some it's not for some it's it can be sad and empty and and a scary period of time for people so I think it's important for all of us to to remember the, the connection we all have amongst each other and, and be that extra little bit um, more compassionate, more patient, you know, l- a little less of the road rage and the supermarket rage, guys, you know. <laughs> Let's just chill a little bit and remember that, you know, the shops are going to open again after Christmas Day. We don't have to, we don't have to be exactly. panicked about that, you know, and, and just, just reach out. You know, I just hope that if, you, if you're listening and you need someone to, to give you that extra nurturing and support that you'll reach out and keep reaching out until you get a yes from somebody. Don't let the yeah. first I'm too busy or I'm, I can't do it knock you back. Reach out. Be, you know, allow yourself to be nurtured and supported at all times but particularly this time of year and and for, for others, be the person that reaches out. It just takes a couple of minutes sometimes to make a world of difference for somebody and for the ripple effect to make a massive effect in our world. And first and foremost, be kind with yourself, whatever it is you're experiencing, whether it's a, you know, a beautiful emotion or whether it's, a, a, as you said, Natalie, it's, it's a loneliness or a sad or you, you're navigating some different feelings around, around this, this festive time or this family time. First and foremost, be kind with yourself, and whatever's going on, allow it, allow that emotion to be, without trying to judge it or fix it or shift it or move it. Just allow it to be and sit with you, because that in itself will will, will neutralize. Take those breaths, pause, breathe, and smile your way through whatever it is that you're feeling, because that will enable you then to reach out and liberate others in in that similar way. And if you need a bit of inspiration, go back and listen to all of our episodes so you can um, be mindful of your eating, mindful with your time, mindful with your parenting, mindful as a child. You know, I, I think... Um, at, at, the very, at the very least, take the take first mindful bite. Hey, I, I, <laughs> if, we, if we look at all the um, amazing spreads over Christmas, which tend to be pretty heavy in sugar, <laughs> yeah. um, at, at the very least, take... Notice, just notice the first the first mouthful, and I guarantee uh, that will shift that will shift all of the energy for needing to um, inhale the rest of the Christmas pudding. <laughs> so we are nearly at the end of the show. We are nearly at the end of the year. What else can we expect in the new year, Vicky? I know you've got a couple of great interviews and we've got some great new show ideas um, for the new year. What can we expect next year? So next year, 2016 is going to be filled with um, a lot more of, of, of the amazingness of our 2015 show and we'll be interviewing a lot of people. There's, as many of our omlings have already experienced 
the, the contemplative movement, the mindfulness movement is expanding at a breaknecking pace. I'm up in San Francisco in February next year at the Wisdom uh, 2.0 conference and that's a, um, a collaboration of Facebook, Google and LinkedIn as their, their major sponsors and uh, they're bringing a number of amazing people to that conference and what that means is that I'll get to interview a lot of those people um, that, that are at the cutting edge of mindfulness. And so for us in our daily living, all it does is allow us to say what works, what doesn't, and how can we turn up the dial on allowing life, our daily life, to inform our practice. And so we'll, we'll just be tweaking and, and twitching and moving towards lots of new one-minute mindfulness practices that take a minute or less that we can apply in our daily lives to give us to, to shift our brain into that more resourceful state because what we know is our brain works a whole lot better and is a whole lot more resourceful when it's in a positive state than when it's in neutral negative or stressed and training our attention first and foremost is a cornerstone to shifting our brain into that plus plus state so that's really exciting um, Natalie and I will be uh, in our in our own way sharing our own journeys and experiences along the way. My uh, I'll be reclaiming my my lower spinal health and <laughs> and jumping for joy again. Um, we'll also Natalie, I think we'll talk about the the time a few weeks ago when I was hooked up to a functional MRI machine and and we'll talk about the addiction of heartbreak and love. And so that'll that'll be a really interesting show, but um, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm intrigued. Yeah, that'll be a really interesting show. It it, it, it was um, illuminating for for me, but uh, what I recognised is is you know the songs that are out there. Love is a drug. Mm. I saw it on a functional MRI. My brain in in uh, in addiction, and so we'll we'll talk about that. We'll have lots of other amazing people on our show. We'll continue to explore with our Omlin community and we're going to be interviewing lots of the people who have now been practising for six months or more and we'll be doing some in-the-field uh, interviews with some of our Omlin community. So watch out for that as well. Oh, that will be exciting. Um, we love the feedbacks. We love the emails that we're getting. We love the, the the messages and the posts on Facebook, on our Facebook page. So please keep sharing there. Um, let us know how the practice is, is making a difference or not making a difference in your life and your loved one's lives. And um, please share. Share with us if you've got an idea, if you've got a concept for how you would like us to theme a show next year as well. We'd love to hear that as well. But of course, go out and now you're you're listening. We would love for you to invite your community to listen. So, based on whatever it is your um, online community addiction is, post it, tweet it, share it, flip it, whatever <laughs> whatever you do, get out there and do subscribe to our um, podcast on iTunes. And so until next time, and this may be our Christmas show, so I want to wish everyone an amazing, beautiful, deeply connected time with family and friends. Um, and you have all touched my heart in an incredible way this year. 
Uh, and I look forward to connecting with you again in 2016. And Natalie, my beautiful friend, of which many people would not even be aware that you have, you and I have not even met in person yet. <laughs> I may, know. May 2016 be the year of us connecting and snuggling together in person. That would be fabulous. Um, so that we can maybe even even cultivate a number of shows together on a couch. That would be great. How cool would yeah. that be? <laughs> and so, and then we'll have to remember to be awfully mindful because I'm sure we'll want to to catch up on the last 48 years of our lives together. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So until next time, please remember to pause, breathe, and smile your way through your days as all of us reconnect with our inner amazingness and um, the amazingness of others as we liberate each other through uh, offering our unique gifts out there. Uh, I, I warmly wish you an amazing holiday season with your family and friends. And until next time, stay amazing. Stay Thank you, safe. Natalie. Stay safe. See you later, everyone. Bye. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.